This nation was established on two concepts, the first being able to worship before our God openly, the second being freedom of speech. Men and women paid with their lives for this freedom. As we live our lives, what do we do? We party away our existence. While pharmaceutical companies and government control us with mind-altering substances, leaving us in a broken state of social anxiety, depression, and suicide. Feeling like we're not heard. Ultimately ending up as a pawn behind bars. This nation is falling apart because the church stopped being the church. We need to return to our first love. We need to lift up Jesus. There's only one way to fix this. Honoring God. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to yet again another episode of the uh, Honor of God series through the Indeed in Truth Ministries podcast. Uh, I'm Logan. Hey, guys, it's Amber. And that's Amber. I'm working on teaching her how to pop in there and just say hi without having to be told. And most of the time when people come into the studio and do this, I always give them cues to let them know when they can start talking. Uh, so I'm trying to get her a little more familiar with it. So, hey, guys, we just want to let people know that if you guys have praise reports, if you have prayer requests, um, you guys can reach out to us at uh, IndeedInTruthMinistries at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on our Facebook page. Uh, some other stuff also that I guess I would like to add to that is that uh, you. we also want to hear about salvation reports. So if any of the times that you've listened to any of our podcasts, we always try to make sure that we finish them with prayer, and we're also finishing them with an altar call. So if there's anybody who's given their heart to the Lord, we want to know about that. We want to celebrate those things with you. Um, something I'd like to draw some attention to, uh, I know everybody who watches uh watches our Facebook page on a regular basis, they see all the stuff that comes through every day. And, and usually there's a daily verse and stuff like that. So I want, I just want to share with everybody that, um, the Amber actually gets before God and she gets these scriptures and she puts these things up every single, every single day. Um, and she was actually cautioned by some counsel that if she couldn't do it every day, then she needed to not beat herself up for it. But she's consistently done that every single day um, now for coming close. That's oh, not quite been that long, has it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I started on the 15th of July, and it is. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Two right. months. It's going on. Well. Well. No, it'd be a month. Sorry. Yeah. My math say, is off. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you about a month on it. Look, I haven't passed my math test just yet, so. Um, so anyways, with that being said, uh, so she, she does, she gets in there and she finds that God gives her something and she just shares that with you guys every day. And, uh, we're recording early because this coming up weekend, we're about to be taking off for somebody's birthday celebration. So she didn't know I was going to do it, but now I'm going to put her on blast in front of everybody. So uh, when this releases, it's going to be late, but everybody just know that her birthday was as today. So today we're recording. It's August 18th. This will release next Tuesday. So it's her birthday today, and we're going to be taking off, um, and we're going to be uh, hanging out over in Indiana and stuff like that. And we've got I've got some stuff planned for her. Um, with that being said, she also got her new couch set, and she got all kinds of these little weird band things that she loves. Um, so she, she's had a, she's had a pretty good few days. What's actually kind of crazy is she's been getting her birthday for three days. 
uh, almost three days now she's been getting stuff and it's going to follow into a week before it's all done <laughs> and over with. But... Not just that, but a really good friend of mine, I was really excited. She actually bought me a Michael, Michael Kors fan purse. So I was pretty excited about that because I had that on my wish list and that was one of the things she picked out. And I was You're debating, I was debating between that and this other purse when I was, uh, going to get a new purse and I ended up picking the other one because it had more bags with it. Yeah. And, and then got Trust that me. favor. I know. I bought that one with the more bags in it <laughs> because that's what she wanted. Okay. Well, it was just one bag. The Michael Kors fan purse, uh, it was just one bag and there was no wallet. There was nothing with it. And it cost like $10 more than the other one that had all of these extra purses and bags and wallets. And because uh, I guess it had like a clutch and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. I don't use half of it, but. You know. So anyways, uh, that's going on this week, uh, going into this weekend. So we're recording earlier than normal. Uh, we always record early anyways, just so I have plenty of time to, to make sure that we're, uh, you know, spending time with family and things like that, keeping keeping the schedule open as much as it can be, because uh, it may not seem like a lot, but it is a lot to come in and sit down and record these and then go back in and cut them all up and do all that kind of stuff. So anyways... Honoring God, that's been our topic. And Amber, you were telling me a little bit before we started doing this, you were just sharing with me some stuff about you was reading about Joseph today in Genesis. So I want you to share some of that. Oh, I was just I was just reading about how um, Joseph had gotten into a position because he had honored God and everything that he was doing, and he was he was put into a position because he just walked it out. In front of the, if you know, in front of the pharaohs and the, I'm not. His name was Potiphar. Yeah, I, I was about to say I'm not like real big on the names and stuff. I can never remember, but, um, he was just, you know, he just walked that out before him, and God had put him in a position to be the right hand of Pharaoh and do, uh, you know, and basically handed him this kingdom just because he honored him. So you're yeah. saying that. That was a fulfillment of Matthew six thirty three, and Jesus said, uh, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these other things would be added to you." Absolutely. With that being said, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna. I, I don't know where the topic's going tonight. See, when we're coming in on this stuff, we're just literally honoring God. Now we could literally search through all kinds of scripture, and we could find all kinds of different aspects of what we believe. Um, people were honoring God and doing all these different things. But tonight, uh, I'm going to jump right in here. And the first thing I'm going to read to everybody, it's out of 1 Samuel, and it's chapter 2, verse 30. It says, Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that my house and the house of thy father, I'm sorry, it says that thy... 1 Samuel, chapter 2, verse 30. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, be it far from me, for them that honor me, I will honor. But they that despise me, they shall be lightly esteemed. So right there in that scripture... God says, if you'll honor me, I'll honor you. If you despise me, you'll be lightly esteemed. Could you imagine um, what, <laughs> could you imagine 
uh, being lightly esteemed. Like, like, and for those of you who aren't very familiar with that, um, think about it in a situation where someone walks in the room and they just kind of look at you. They just give you that look. And you're just like, you know, immediately you're like, what's wrong? You know what I mean? Like, but they just, they're just staring at you. They just got like a scowl on their face. Um, and they just, they just, they don't like you, you know, for whatever reason they they have, they don't respect you. They don't care about who you are. They don't care about what you offer. Um, you know, they don't esteem you in any way, shape or form. So you got something you wanted to say? I was just going to say, cause I wasn't for sure what esteemed meant. So for those of you who don't know what esteemed is, it is a great respect or admiration, great respect or admiration. So, um, that's what God says. He said, if you honor me, I'll honor them. And then, uh, they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. So we're just going to keep the ball rolling. Um, because I think I have some places to get to tonight. Uh, and I have not quite figured where God's taken me, but these are just some scriptures that was put on my heart that I think is going to get us wherever it is that God wants to go tonight. And this is in Luke 12, 8, and we're going to read verses 8 and 9. Also, I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. You know, I think it's awfully significant that he says it here, and it just dawned on me, but he says the angels of God. He didn't say that it was going to be God. He said it was going to be the angels. Who's responsible for coming and pulling us out in the rapture? The angels. Uh, we've, we've gotten 1 Samuel 2.30. God says, I'll honor those who honor me, and then those who despise me will be lightly esteemed. And then Jesus has said, hey, if you deny me and you don't confess me, uh, then I won't confess you. See, people, I think it's funny because some people naturally get themselves in these funks where they're just like, well, this person didn't do A, B, or C for me, so I'm not going to do D, E, F for them. And you know what's crazy is because uh, not only is that kind of silly, but uh, in a sense, I kind of feel like it comes from, you know, Jesus, Jesus was the same way, and he's even telling us here, look, if you don't confess me, then I won't confess you. I mean... Is that what he wants? No, but ain't no skin off his back if that's what you're going to do. You know, I mean, he's not, I I mean, I don't, I'm not convinced that he doesn't care and I'm not convinced that he wasn't worried about those people, but he was just making sure they understood, Hey, you know, you go ahead and go do that. Um, but if you do, (laughs) guess what? There's going to have some weight behind it. So we're going to keep the ball. That's just like, go ahead. Keep talking. That's just like with, um, forgiveness by, you know, he, he says that if you can't forgive, you won't be forgiven. So, I mean, it's a two-way street with both of those. So the next one I want to jump into is 1 Timothy 5, and we're going to do uh, verses 17 to 18. It says, Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scriptures say, If thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. So before we go too much further, so God's made it clear to us, He'll honor those who honor him, and in those who despise him will be lightly esteemed. Um, I heard a testimony about a particular individual 
Um, and you guys could go and look it up. And I'm sure some of you guys have heard me talk about it. If you're familiar or if you actually know me personally, you guys have heard me talk about it because it was just so kind. It was, it was so interesting to me. But he was he had been he literally um, God let him. He had a visitation. He literally went into heaven. And he said that at one point in time, there was an instance where he, he said it was almost like God just twitched, just just barely twitched his pinky. And this angel, just like a bullet, just like pew, and was gone. And it would, or it, maybe it hit a wall or something, and it come back out, and it started just screaming, the you know, just screaming praises and stuff like that, and keep going. He said, and every time that these angels would make a trip around the throne, they would see another facet of who God is. They would see another piece of who he was, and then they would praise him even more because he's like, why do they keep doing that? Why do they keep doing that? And he said, because every time they make a circle and they come back around, God reveals another piece of himself to them, and they glorify him, and they just keep going. So. That is, in a sense, I feel a, a, a representation in a sense. Okay, don't don't mis don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say here. In a sense, is a representation of someone being as lightly esteemed by God. If he could move his pinky and shoot an angel across, I mean, come on now, look at all the different stories we've had and all the different things we've seen in the Bible where people encountered angels. Most of them just kind of laid on the ground. They didn't do a whole lot. Besides Jacob, Jacob wrestled one, um, and that one was called the Angel of the Lord, which some people argue in theological theological uh, a theological argument. My bad that uh, they would uh, you know that's the as the uh, unincarnate Christ or whatever you know I I don't know all I know is the Bible says it was the Angel of the Lord, so whatever that is whatever that is. But so there's all these different things, uh, and 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 we're also going to kind of tie back to what we talked about the first episode in this series, which was was. Or maybe it wasn't the first episode, and maybe it was the second. Honoring God within leadership, and this is this. I think that we're kind of drawing some conclusions here because God. This is one of the scriptures I believe I told you guys I was going to get and lay down. I don't think I had it by the next episode, but this is one that I really wanted to lay as a foundation because the reality is, uh, God will honor us if we honor Him. Um, Jesus said, "If you will confess me, I will confess you." So what's so funny is both of them together, they they laid out something there. You got to do it first. Right. Because they already did it. So, and if you don't believe me, go read those scriptures for yourself. Literally the way it's laid out and how you can read that. God said, I will honor those who honor me. Jesus said, I will confess those who have confessed me. You can leave that up for interpretation if that's what you want. But let's go ahead and let's get to the other side of this where we're talking about the elders that rule are to be counted. They were to rule well and be counted worthy of double honor uh, because they labor in the word and in doctrine. You know, something me and Amber was talking about literally just a handful of days ago was, um, you know, a particular schedule I keep. And I told her, I said, no, I said, I need to be doing this exactly. I said, you guys... Uh, as a team and as a ministry, this is where you need me to be at. You know, I don't need to be involved in all of the day-to-day -day things. I need to be seeking God. I need to be finding out what the next direction is going to be. Now, does that mean I'm ruling well? I don't know yet. We're we're still pretty fresh in a lot of this stuff. But I can I can think of people in my life that do rule well, um, and then you know, and we do honor them, and and you know, we we go the extra mile for them and stuff like that. But again. 
uh, and, and we're not going to get into this side, but that brings me to another scripture that talks about how is it that you can love, uh, you know, when you say, oh, I love God, but you can love a God that you can't see, but you can't even stand to be around the people that you're in front of around you. Uh, you know, you, you don't can't love them. So what you got something to say? No, there was just a really loud car that went oh, past, I and I was like, uh, to it. Okay, so the next one I want to look at, I know it's a lot of scripture, and it's like, well, where's the point at? Don't worry, I don't know where it's at either. I just know that these are the scriptures I'm supposed to read tonight, or today, however that works out. <laughs> Whatever time you're listening, hey, you guys might listen to it in the middle of the night, and, and that'll be great, so this will be just fine. Second Timothy 2. Three and four. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Now to sit and look at this. I have some notes here and we're going to kind of touch on these a little bit. Amber might not talk a whole lot during this one, but. I mean, it's, it's, she's, she's following along. Don't worry. Like she, she's, she's invested. She's not, she's not messing around, but I do have a lot of different notes and stuff like that, that I've taken over some of these scriptures as I've looked at them. And one of the questions I had to ask myself is why do people unsaved, unbelieving, get mad at God when they aren't even willing to serve him? And when I ask myself that, this is literally all I could come up with, and this is just straight out of the word, and it was because he is faithful and he's just. He gives them the harvest of whatever they've sowed. A seed has to produce after its own kind. We're not going to get into that right now because I'm going to start bunking evolution theories and we're going to start bunking your bestiality intentions and all this other fun stuff, but... Every seed has to give after its own time. Go ahead. Well, you, you said that he remains faithful, and I was actually reading down from where you had read in 2 Timothy 2. Um, so in 2 Timothy 2.13, it says, if we, re- if we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Amen. No, and yeah, and you're right. And yeah, this is what's crazy is because even 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 in the old covenant, God set standards for the stranger. The stranger was more than welcome to come in, but there was still a standard for them. And this is what blows my mind. Some people, again, and I know I said it a couple of times, I think, even in our testimony series, I said it. People would be like, well, if God's so good, why does he let this happen? Or why does this happen? You know, we go all the way back, and I know we touched on it. In one of the first couple of episodes, we talked about the fact that, that Noah had come off the ark, and he, he, he had a sacrifice. And God smelled the savor and he put the rainbow in the sky as a token between him and mankind. And just to remind them, hey, I will never flood you and destroy you the way I've, I, the reason I have. He said, I wouldn't do it again. And like you just said, he's faithful. And even when we're not faithful, he can't deny himself. Well, what do we mean by we, he can't deny himself? Well, good. I'm glad you asked. You know what? I was looking at this earlier today and it was so crazy because I had really no clue why I was looking at it the way that I was. Uh, and now I know. So how is it that we can say that, hold on, let me get back here. How is it that we can say he can't deny himself? Well, Christ lives in you. 
Right. So, so Christ living in you means you have sonship. You're also a joint heir with Christ and all things. Freely he gave us all things we're supposed to receive. So I'm going to nail through some scripture here. I'm just going to throw the scripture out. I'm not going to read it to you, but I'm just going to throw it out there. John 1, 12, we're going to start this. It says, Jesus gave us power. This is paraphrasing. This is just what I wrote down in my notes. Jesus gave us powers to become the son of God, the sons of God. You know, you're reading that, and it reminded me of a scripture that I had looked over earlier today in Revelation 5, 10, and it says, and he, and ha- he has made us kings and priests to our God, and so we shall reign on the earth. So he gave us powers to become the sons and God. Now, that doesn't just mean just sons and just men. That's, you know, men and women. Right. He gave us power. So we, we immediately, we obtain uh, sonship and, and childship or however you want to say it. And if we are sons, then we're joint heirs with Christ. And it's like, well, how is it? I thought that when Jesus went up, and I'm about to bunk that theory too. Go look at Romans 8, 16 and 17. You've become a joint heir with Christ. Which is why in John 17, 18, when John 17 is where Jesus was praying for us and he was praying for the church and he was praying for the people that would be left here on the earth. He said, Lord, I don't want you to take them out of this world. He said, but keep them the way that you've kept me, which is at the exact same time. He said that as you sent me, I am sending them. So I just bunked all of your, uh, your, your, your non-miracle theories about Jesus. That right there just got rid of all because as he was sent, he sent us. Not just that, but I'm, I'm not sure what scripture it is. I'll find it. But he says that greater works will you do. Exactly. And so that brings me to my next one here. Mark 16, 19, and 20. Literally, this, this just, just download on me today. Signs, miracles, and I'm sorry, I can't see that word. And the confirmation by God for the word being preached. So that one I'm actually going to read here real quick. That's Mark, and it's in 16, it's verses 19 and 20. It says, And so then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven. This is his ascension. And he sat on the right hand of God. And in verse 20 it says, And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Now, this is what blows my mind, and this is what gets me, is because God says he will honor those who honor him, and those who do not honor him uh, or they despise him, he'll lightly esteem them. Jesus said, if you confess me, I'll confess you. But if you don't confess me, then I won't confess you before the angels of God. We also understand that it's, it's important that our leadership and things that are people who are responsible for teaching us how to honor God when they do so, not only should we honor them, but then they deserve to have a double portion of that honor. And then we also need to make sure that. Uh, and this is just paraphrasing it, but that we're available and we're willing to do what it is that needs to be done for the furthering and the purpose of the kingdom. But we also get into this. He gave us the powers to become the sons of God, which made us a joint heirs in Christ, which means that when he said, I send them the way that you sent me. Now, look, Jesus, Christianity, you know what? I'm going to quote this. I didn't know if I was going to use it or not. I was looking at it this morning. I just told my wife about it. I was looking at it this morning. I was watching a sermon from a minister, and I'll tell you the name. I'll tell you his name. But this is the—he said something super profound to me, 
uh, while I was listening to him on YouTube. And he was like, well, how do you mean he said it to you? Well, it's just, it's, it, I'm telling you, it came across. His name's T.L. Osborne. And I'm telling you guys, if you guys can find this dude and you can watch some of the stuff that the, that, uh, um, that they put up on there, it, it, it was crazy. And so he was just really sharing his testimony about miracles and stuff like that. And some of you guys know uh, from our inner workings and stuff like that, that's something we're setting ourselves for. That's something we're believing to see God for. We're believing to see the miraculous. We're believing to see things. And we're already starting to see some of those things even now. But that's even that's a small layer of what it is that we're getting into. But this is what he said. He said, Christianity is a miracle lifestyle. No miracles. No Jesus. Without miracles, Christianity is only a philosophy. Do you know what sets us apart from Muslims? Miracles. Do you know what sets us apart from Hindus? Miracles. Do you know what sets us apart from Buddhists? Miracles. Well, how do we know we're supposed to have miracles in our lives? I just gave it to you, and Amber keeps showing me her phone. She's biting well, I've got at the a bit. Scripture she wants to show it, it. So go ahead. It's in John 14, 11 through 13. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these will he do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, what was that scripture location again? John 14, 11 through 13. So here's what's even crazier than that. Check this out. This is a note that I made, and uh, and, I, and I'm going to get into it, but understand, even though we're talking about this, none of these things, miracles— understanding offices, honoring offices. None of those things can happen unless you're not, if you don't honor God. And God said, if you don't honor me, I won't honor you. Jesus said, if you don't confess me, I won't confess you. We need to honor those people who are willing to get in there and do the work. And we talked about this, what, in the last two weeks or so. So see, this seems like this has turned into more of a culminating event mm -hmm. on some of the stuff that we've been talking about right. already. Because this, this literally is touching on all of these little different areas that we've been kind of tapping at a little bit. So we have to honor those who are willing to get in and do the work and labor in the word and labor in doctrine and labor to make sure that me and you and other people like us are, are sound and we're taught well and we're fed well and we're taken care of. But then we have a responsibility afterwards, based on the scriptures we've laid out here tonight, uh, today, um, that we will be good soldiers, and we will not entangle ourselves in the cares of this world. We will fulfill purpose, and we will do that which we've been called to do. So here's what I'd like to know, and I'm going to read it, <clears throat> excuse me, word for word, that uh, how I wrote this. Why is it when we set the order of the ministry— Everyone is offended and thinks that they have to put their opinion into it, such as, and I quote, God couldn't have told you that. I feel this is what you should do. Now, you, I believe. Are you asking me? No, I'm just, I'm just reading to you what I wrote here. Oh. Uh, I believe that you should walk in godly counsel. But if you are not the one that God gave the vision to for execution, honor God. Honor the leader, 
and stay in your lane. I honestly think that's a pride issue. People want to be right and they can't stand to be wrong. So they get offended. Well, I wasn't necessarily asking. I was just making a statement. I was just saying that's just what they do. Now, that could be a, a number of that could also fall on the person who's leading too. You know what I mean? That could also right. be a pride issue there. Um, but what I, what I guess what I'm talking about here is even when all these things are in order, the way they're supposed to be according to the word, why is it that, um, you know, people get upset about this, get upset about this, think that they've got to imprint here, imprint here, and then they get upset when you snip it and say, okay, no, look, I, I you know, we can't do this. Uh, you're not going to do this. We're not going to allow you to do this. So those are the kinds of people we're talking about from out of First Timothy that were people who labored in the word and labored in doctrine and, 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 and was laboring towards at the edification of the saints. Like these are, these are these kinds of people, and the Bible says that we should, we should render unto them a double honor, and they are worthy of the work, and they're worthy of their meat, they're worthy of their food, um, and, and we can translate that out to all kinds of different things. But we understand all those things, but at the end of all those three things— that we've looked at so far at the end of all that Jesus said, or uh, not Jesus, but um, excuse me, Paul was telling Timothy, you need to be a good soldier and you need to war and you need to not entangle yourself in the cares of this world. I know it seems kind of sporadic, but this is literally just the scripture that God gave me to share with you guys. And I really don't have too much more to say. I don't. Um, because those are kind of really just finishing up some of the points that we've been talking about over the last few weeks. Um, and trust me, I've got plenty more to get into, uh, but I'm trying to stretch them out because I believe the following week after this episode comes out, Amber stirred me up a little bit and she wants to talk about how we're supposed to honor God with our lips and with our words. Um, but how I'm going to add another layer onto that because Jesus said the Father seeks someone to worship him in spirit and in truth. He does not want your lip service. He does not want your half-hearted efforts. Look, if you're listening to me right now and, you know, you've got all kinds of mess going on in your relationships and stuff like that, that might work there, but that stuff don't work with God. I was actually talking to somebody today about um, being lukewarm. And how the Bible says that he would rather be hot or cold exactly. than to be lukewarm. And by being lukewarm, that is meaning only taking like a portion of the word and fitting it to your lifestyle instead of the way God would want you. Well, and I think that comes back to us needing to make sure that we rightfully divide the word, you know, and we, and we divide it the way it was intended to be divided. So with that stuff being said, you know, like I said, I'm going to let this just be a culminating of some of the things that we've been talking about. And when we come back the following week, I know part of me is already in vacation mode. We're already kind of being hurt, both been locked in it and stuff like that. Um, but this is just what I felt like we needed to share tonight. Um, you know, not a whole lot, uh, but really, I just hope this blesses you guys. Now, before we go, uh, if you've heard any of this, if you've heard us talking about being lukewarm, if you've heard us talking about um, any of the things that just, uh, you know, honoring God, uh, Jesus, can, you know, us confessing Christ, or if he won't confess us, um, being a good soldier, any of those things, if any of those things just moved on you as you was listening to this, uh, I, this is what I want you to do. I want you to stop what you're doing. 
I want you to just take a few seconds here. And Jesus can literally flip your entire life around. You can be that person in Mark 16 that is going and preaching the word. And those words are being confirmed with signs and wonders to follow. You know, God wants to confirm your word. That doesn't mean that you're not going to pay a price to get there. Because that, that's a requirement. God still has requirements. It's just like if you send your kids to school, you have an expectation they're going to do what they're supposed to do in school and not get in a bunch of trouble and get themselves tossed out. And if you've got an expectation any other than that, you go ahead and get a hold of me because we're going to sit down and talk about your parenting skills. But if you do have an expectation that they're going to go in and do what you've asked them to do and do what's expected of them to do, God is no different. We didn't just come up with that stuff on our own. But the first expectation is that we understand that Jesus came and he died on the cross for us and he came and he died so that we would have forgiveness of sins and we would not continue to be separated from God in an eternal state. So because of that, um, we have an opportunity now and I'm going to give you that opportunity. The same way that opportunity was stretched out to me years ago, I'm going to stretch that opportunity to you and I'm just going to ask you, I don't care if you want to raise your hands, you can raise your hands. If you want to just... If you just want to, uh, you know, get on your knees, get on your knees. If you don't want to do any of that, you want to stand there and you want to fulfill the word and watch and pray, uh, then you can watch and pray if that's what you want to do. But what I really want to do is I just want to, I just want to take a few minutes here. Uh, and one thing I will say is I don't want to hear about silent prayers. Uh, I know I hear people talking about it all the time and I know we can find some people in the scripture doing it. Look, God gave you a mouth, uh, and, and he has an expectation. I truly believe that God has an expectation that we're going to become bold enough to speak to our situation. So if you are in a position right now and you feel that tug on your heart and you feel like God wants you to just give him a chance or give him an opportunity to change your life around, I'm going to ask you to be, actually, I'm not even going to ask you. I'm going to tell you, you need to be bold and you need to speak to, you need to make sure you say this out loud. Uh, and then, uh, I'm going to have some more steps for you afterwards, but all I want you to do is say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. I recognize my sin. I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for Jesus to be Lord and Savior of my life. And I ask for you to use me as I dedicate myself to you and your kingdom. And I thank you for it. And I just give you praise. And from this day forward, I will live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you said that tonight, today, however, whatever you're getting it, sorry, it's getting dark here. But if you've said that, uh, first off, we want to know about it. Don't be afraid to reach out to us and let us know about it. Um, you can reach out to us at indeedintruthministries at gmail.com. You just get a hold of us and you let us know. We'll celebrate with you. Now you have a couple of responsibilities if you did accept Christ. If you didn't, don't worry. We're going to come back around and every single one of these you listen to, you're going to still hear another altar call. Uh, and that's the beauty of podcasts. They're still available to people, so you can go find you another one if you need to. But that being said, first thing you need to do, you need to get yourself a Bible. Uh, if you don't have one, you reach out to us, and we will make sure that we get you one. Um, 
The other thing I'd like to say is with that, you need to get in the word and you need to discover who God is. You do not need to take everybody else's opinion for it. You need to divide that word up and you need to find out who he is uh, for yourself. Nobody else. I could sit and tell you stories, but until you start taking my stories and making them your testimonies, you're not going to, you're not going to ever get revelation about who God is. So you need to make sure that you do that. Then you need to get into a church. You need to get up under pastoral leadership, and then you need to submit your life uh, to, to, to God and you need to let him change you from the inside out. Now, Amber is over here again, staring at me and she's got something she wants to share with you guys. And then Amber, after you're done, I want you to just pray out. I just, I had a really encouraging um, scripture because he was talking about how the battle's not our own earlier. And in second Chronicles twenty seventeen, it says, you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed tomorrow. Go out against them for the Lord is with you. So if you said this prayer, this prayer today and you're going through a battle yourself know that the lord is with you and everything and i'm just going to pray it out from here so heavenly father we come to you in the name of jesus lord we thank you for your word we thank you that you are faithful we thank you that everything we do honors you we thank you that we are you go before us and you pave the way for us god we thank you that you are just encouraging your people today and just pouring out in them and we just give you praise for it in jesus name amen amen you guys join us back in for the next episode god bless